Welcome to another podcast episode from Neuroscientia.com, the educational repository of cognitive health tutorials and powerful brainy tips for learning, where you would discover the fundamental secrets to a healthy brain, which can think clearly, learn faster, remember accurately, with sound judgment and optimal focus. Want to learn something new? Here you go. How to raise a smart kid. Do you have a smart kid you care about? Science says this is how to nurture them. Following a huge number of super genius kids for four and a half decades, and you've taken some things about how to raise a high achiever. One of the greatest takeaways, even children with genius level IQs require educators to enable them to achieve their maximum capacity. Since it started in 1971, the study of mathematically precocious youth, or SMPY, has followed 5,000 of the most brilliant the kids in America, the main 1%, 0.1%, and even 0.01% of all understudies. It is the longest-running investigation of skilled youngsters ever. This is what the research says. The best 1%, 0.1%, and 0.01% of children lead extraordinary lives. SMPY, articulated simply, at first try children's knowledge utilizing the SAT college selection tests, and other IQ tests. Researchers later started taking a gender at extra factors like school enlistment and vocation ways sometime down the road. What they found was the most skilled children went ahead to gain doctorates and graduate degrees and hold licenses at rates far above less talented youngsters. Most sit among the best 5% of wage workers. In any case, these individuals truly do control our general public. Jonathan Way, a clinician at the Duke University Talent Identification Program, as of late told Nature. Quick facts about smart kids. 1. Genius children don't get enough attention. The inconvenience is that genius children regularly get too little consideration from their educators, who might be slandered to discount splendid understudies as having just met their potential. At the point when SMPY scientists took a gander at how much consideration educators provided for these talented kids, they found that the greater part of the class time was spent helping low-accomplishing students get to the average. SMPY recommends that educators ought to abstain from instructing one-size-fits-all educational modules and rather center around doing as well as can be expected to make individualized lesson available to students. 2. Avoiding a review works. To enable children to achieve their potential, instructors and guardians ought to think about moving smart kids up a review, SMPY recommends. At the point when analysts looked at a control gathering of smart students who didn't avoid a review with the individuals who did, the review captains were 60% more inclined to get certificates and doctorates, and more than twice as prone to get a doctorate in a field identified with science, innovation, designing, or math. 3. Intelligence isn't fixed. A critic explains a Rubik's 3D square utilizing one hand made the Rubik's Cube European Championship in Prague. Being brilliant doesn't simply mean having a capacity to remember facts or review names and dates. SMPY has over and again found, all through various follow-up examinations, that a portion of the most astute children has an incredible limit with regards to spatial thinking. These children have an ability for imagining frameworks. For example, the human circulatory framework or the life structures of a Honda. In 2013, follow-up studies found a solid association between spatial thinking aptitudes and the number of certificates and peer-investigated papers distributed. 4. 
Government-administered tests are generally an exercise in futility. Government-sanctioned tests, the SAT among the acclaimed of them, can't gauge everything educators and guardians need to think about a child. In any case, SMPY's information recommends that the SAT and other institutionalized measures of knowledge do hold some prescient power, while as yet representing factors like financial status and level of training. Camilla Benbow, one of the analysts contemplating SMPY, said these tests were best used to make sense of what kids are great at so educators can concentrate on various regions. 5. Coarseness doesn't dominate early cognitive ability. The psychologist Carol Dweck has discovered that bright individuals tend to keep what's known as a development outlook instead of a fixed mindset. They see themselves as a liquid, changing creatures that can adjust and develop, they are not static. SMPY concurs with that appraisal, yet it additionally has discovered that the most useful indications of intellectual capacity in children can foresee how well they'll do further down the road, disregarding all the training that might come in the middle. With that kind of data, it's up to parents and instructors to perceive capacities at an early stage and sustain them however much as could reasonably be expected. This podcast episode has come to a close. But before you go, don't forget to visit www.neuroscientia.com and subscribe to get tons of free resources to expand your mind and ignite your creativity. Bye.